This episode is brought to you by Hulu, presenting Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers. From the backboard to the front office, Legacy captures the remarkable rise and unprecedented success of one of the most iconic franchises in professional sports. Featuring new revealing interviews from players, coaches, and execs, this 10-part documentary series chronicles this extraordinary story from the inside. Watch Legacy, the true story of the L.A. Lakers now, only on Hulu. Blog Talk Radio. When you need help or advice, you turn to your parents or a trusted friend for help. So why go outside of Virginia, your home, when you need car insurance? Aber Insurance gives you individual attention and won't turn your way no matter what your driving record looks like. Giving same-day personal service in the state of Virginia for over 30 years. Aber Insurance, 979-0814 is the number. AberInsurance.com is the site. Screaming on call, they just want more. Black mamas got them screaming on call, they just want more. Yeah, who you know did it like cold, 60 to go. That's some cold shit, call it 60 below. I mean, he played like he got ice in his veins. Shoot it in your face from far, man. That boy gotta be nice at the ring. I talked with him twice at the game. Once had to trade it on video. I say we had a nice little exchange of words. He said, you gotta come and spice up the game. Say word. Kobe giving me advice. Is the Black Mamba. You watch life through the lane. It's putting you on the game and the price of this fame. These are things that let you know that your life's gonna change. And that shit's stuck in your head like a knife in your brain. See, back then... I just wanted ice in my chain, some sneakers, some jerseys, some flights on a plane. I mean, I was getting money, started pricing little things, chasing all the girls, didn't have a wifey. I'm gonna let this ride through right here. Lights in the range. Yeah. Shout the out to Kobe. Yeah, that make you come before the light could even change. Whoa. Back to the other star leader. See, I was fucking with someone. He wore Adidas number eight in the front. They were paying them no. When you blow up, why do people try to All play you? The Kobe. They ain't got five rings of their own. But these peasant niggas still try kings on a throne. I mean, this chick told me give her a ring or she gone. Hey. And after that, she couldn't get a ring on the phone. Hey. The number you have reached. It's no longer in service for a leash. Remember you Lisa Turtles tried to treat me like I'm screech. But I was Zach Morris, get some things you can't teach. Like the game winning shots. You gotta wanna take it. Same way you can miss it is the same way you can make it. That's that Kobe Ford court shit. You saw the shit. And he threw it up and Shaq caught the shit. Nigga, I be on my Jordan shit. Reggie sent the Kobe pack. Jordan 3, Jordan 8, Laker jersey coordinate. Matter of time before they call your name. Kobe, ready for that Kobe. Hall of Fame. Yeah. April 13th, Mama Day forever. Kobe gone, but his legacy gonna play forever. forever. What up, though? It's the Ballhawk Show, man. Welcome everybody on this Monday, man. Celebrating the life of Kobe Bean Bryant. 
in the building. I think that's JaVale. JaVale, that's you? Nah, that's the player's rep. Oh, my guy, Robert T. What's good with you, fam? Oh, man, y'all ain't going to miss this. <clears throat> this guy, <laughs> uh, he, he's he's one of the reasons why the player's rep exists. I'll elaborate later, but um, that's 100% facts. Um, you know, like I said, again, there's a lot of things that's been done in his time and his tenure that don't revolve around basketball, more so as character as a person, despite how, you know, certain media try to narrate certain things in certain ways. Um, everything you see today, all into the fact of what I'm doing and how some of these guys like LeBron and these guys operate. You know, no one forced Kobe to learn four or five languages and go play overseas and he had a good family background. He could have easily just played the game and played a few years and called it quits. But he said a standing when he came into the NBA that he told the world, like, I'm going to be the best to ever play, even with Michael's in his prime. To have that type of, you know, commitment to the game and relief in yourself. And the reality is when you break it all down, it's like no one's really ever going to believe in you more than you will. And you're going to find out for that exact reason you know, where your results are going to be. He took that belief and, and made those results as something that's probably never going to be duplicated. So uh, much appreciated to Kobe being Bryant. Yeah, man, definitely. Kobe was that dude. Everybody got realized came into the league, you know, at 17 years old um, and, you know, spent 20 years in the NBA and essentially outplayed his life outside of basketball, man, like. You know, until recently, but you know, when he when he retired, he had spent more time in the NBA than he did outside of the NBA. And um, from a guy that was a wing player, that was unprecedented for a wing player to go straight to the league like that. And I'm trying to get Beam on right now. See if they answer. Hey, Rock, what's good? Yo. That go Beam right there. What up, Beam? What up, man? It's a hard day right here, brother. It's, I know. It, Kobe it, was it, your guy, it's Rock. Been, it, it, it's been rough, bro. Like, it's been, I'm talking about, be quiet, man. It, it's been hard, bro. I don't know why, though. That's what's crazy. It's like, bro, I ain't never had no dude that I don't know had no effect on me like this, bro. And I yeah. think it's because them, them babies was on their plane, too. Um. But my ain't Kobe, if I feel like I grew up with him. My ain't Kobe, yeah. ain't Kobe, I age. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, and dude been in the league, I never forget. Like, I never understood how Kobe is only four years older than me. But he's been in the NBA since I was in sixth grade. So it's yeah. never made sense to me, like, how those numbers even can add up just to show how smart dude was, how ahead of his time he was. Um, but I didn't. I didn't even like Kobe, bro. Like I was not a Kobe fan at first. Dude was so great. Kobe did the same thing Tom Brady did to me. Um, cause I I didn't like Tom Brady at first, but that mm. greatness was so great that it made me realize that, bro, you alive during this time and you you witnessing this as it takes place. This will be history forever. And that's doing your time. Like, you better, like, we don't, as people, we don't know how to embrace stuff. We always want to just fight stuff so much. Well, sometimes you just gotta let it go and let it be. That's kind of how Kobe did with me, bro. Like, dude made me say, man, dude, it's the fucking truth. Like, he is, <laughs> he's that great. Like, you know what I'm saying? I don't care if he imitates 
just most favorite player of all time, Michael Jordan, anything like that, dude. He he won. He the next one. Like yeah. He really can. He really can do the things that Jordan did. He he was on that level, and he was on his way to doing that in his second career too. So, like that hurt when I got the move. I've been so well. Like it can't be because what's crazy is you know now I work on helicopters and, and airplanes and stuff, and I know how that stuff works and how the FAA hey. works. I'm saying to myself, this doesn't sound right, and, and I'm knowing the whole time. Like man, it's a whole lot of human error. Uh, uh, right here. Go ahead and go. I'm saying to myself, it's a whole lot of human error that took place here. This this don't sound like this don't even sound like these birds should have been in the air. Period. And if we go, the the bird was in the air, and like I, I ain't trying to play blame game anything, like, but like just all the scenarios been going through my head since this happened, like. I know that that pilot he shouldn't have done this. He shouldn't have flew. And then I thought about it. Who you flying for? When you flying for somebody of Kobe stature, you can't tell him no. You see what I'm saying? Because he'll have somebody else next day, or he'll get somebody over here that will fly. So you know, it's so many things that play through my head. That same, like a lot of times, that same greatness, that same killer instinct that I can do anything. Sometimes that can be the death of us. So I'm finding. I'm, I'm struggling trying to figure out how to accept it and just let it go and just be appreciative of the 41 years we did get from because I feel like we was cheated, bro. Nah, I, I, I feel you on that, fam. What you got, Ben? You know, I mean, you know, I, I had the chance to share the court with him when we was young. And I know. You, you you could tell back then he was special. Dang. You know what I mean? And, uh, I mean, you know, he, he had a different level of confidence, man. He showed it when he got to the league. And dude was just – any other player who would have came out of shot four air balls in a playoff game, confidence would have been shot, you know, in a clutch moment at that. And, I mean, he came back and, and, you know, he kept plugging away at it. And, you know, as a – as a basketball player, as a, as a fan of the game, you know what I mean? It was like one of the most disturbing lines I used to hear when people say, man, I can't stand it. The line still be working. I just called it. <laughs> and and um, my reply to that always was, man, you don't know that man. You don't know him as a person. Like you said, you don't like that man. But you no, did. You, know, you know what I mean? Like, you don't know that man. And, you know, he just showed well, you, you what you, kind you of know, man. You know what it you know where that comes from. People are fans of the game. Yeah. So when, I mean, when you're yeah, only yeah, a fan, you don't know any better. I mean, yeah, but at the same time, like, when people are saying, I don't like that man. But yet, when you look at his production on the court, there's nothing about him on the court that can make any person who's a fan of the game say, I don't like that man. Even mm-hmm. even if when he Boston, had, if you're a Boston Celtics fan, it would. <laughs> I mean, but <laughs> even, 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 I mean, he showed you what kind of what kind of mentality he had. You know what I'm saying? Like, even when he had a little issue in Denver, every time he went back to Denver that year in the playoffs, he murdered them. It was like he was sending a message, and he was all he was always great at sending messages. Then you know, to be teamed up with Shaq, and then to say, "I want to do it on my own." Mm, I mean, talk about that's it. That's saying a, that that's that's saying a lot. You know what I mean? I mean, he he took on all the challenges. He took on 
phases of the game that, like, you know, people doubted him, man, like, man, you can't do this. You can't do that. You know, I mean, it was t- it was years when he should have been an MVP and they gave it to Steve Nash. I mean, let's be real. Let's be real. You know what I'm saying? I mean, he was he was he was a smart dude, but more importantly, you know, like to see to see him bounce back from his adversity and restructure his career and win everybody back over, and then start winning championships. You know, and then you know see him go out the way that he did see him turn into the man that he is, you know, I mean, even on down to being a family man and stuff. Like, I mean, you can't take nothing from that man. And when I got the news yesterday, you know, I thought somebody was trying to prank me, like, man, stop playing. You know, get off my phone. I don't, be, I don't need to hear them kind of lies right now. Like, this, this that got to be a joke. Fact. But next that is you know, thing. The next thing you know, it's like, man, this is real. But this is real. Like, this man was going into the Hall of Fame this year. He was going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer this year. It did not hear Kobe Bryant Hall of Fame speech. It was a given. You knew that in five years, they have to be up on the podium. And this is going to be a problem with the Hall of Fame. You're breaking up, Rock. Can you hear me now? But you know. Yeah, we got you now. Can you hear me now? I was yeah. saying that, you know. We never, we never imagined not hearing Kobe give his Hall of Fame speech, and then looking at the class he was going to be going in, and we were like, man, this probably be the greatest class ever. Like then Kobe probably like try to hop him and this and all he's such a competitor, and it's like, bro, we'll never, we'll never see that, we'll never hear that. And I just heard Tracy McGrady say something because I haven't, oh, I yeah, haven't been that. Yeah, I, I haven't been been asleep at all, bro. That's why I say I'm I'm confused about it. It's making me internally just think about some things. But Tracy McGrady said that Kobe had said when he was younger, he used to always say it, mm-hmm. um, is that he he wants to be greater than Jordan. You know what I'm saying? Yep. And accomplish all these things and die young, right? And that hit home for me. Like I like. I had to apologize to my wife before for saying things like that uh, because it's I don't know what that comes from. That's how competitive dude he is. Like, like he want to leave a legacy that's, that's so great that like he can never die, which he never will die. It don't it don't matter a hundred years from now. Kobe Bryant's name would never die, and and the fact that he was thinking like that. So early, so young, and like Trace McGrady said, this was before kids and stuff. Um, I, I'm not sure how many listeners are on the phone that play sports and, and understand, especially with football. I, yeah. I didn't, I didn't see, I couldn't see my life beyond football. I really couldn't. That was the hardest thing to grasp was hanging up them cleats. Like, bro, I have, I would rather have died than to let go of football. And it might mm. sound selfish to other people. It, uh, it might sound like you don't care about nobody else. That's, that's not it. It's just when you love something so much, when it's been your constant focus your entire uh-huh. life, it's hard to walk away from that. And dude was able to do it, bro. Dude ended yeah. up finding that joy in his daughter, finding that joy in writing stories yeah. and stuff like that. So it was like, man, like this man... The life dude was living, bro, and to see it, you know, taken away so early, like, that hurt. That, that hurt bad. 
Man, we seen we seen we seen him do some things like you know tear his Achilles and get up and still shoot the free throws and still shoot the free throw, dog. I, I mean, and then yeah, then 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 the year when he broke his his pointer finger, which is a, you know when you shoot the basketball, the pointer finger, yeah, is the thing. And he readjusted his shot <laughs> where he didn't have to use the pointer <laughs> finger anymore. You know, That's I mean. This, this this dude was on a different level, man. I, I I think that you know we really didn't appreciate what we had in front of us until he was finished. You know, even on his last, well, even on his last, even on his last game, you know, like I mean, he still this guy played hard night in and night out. Like, ain't no load management. Ain't no load management. Uh, hey, you know think, hey, think he, about he, this. He's there. I'm, I'm sorry. Kobe Bryant is a move like. Dude is some kind of fictional character in the movie. Like, think about it. You can literally write a movie as Kobe Bryant, you know what I'm saying, and you got all these weapons and you're trying to enter the house. He got to protect those five women in his house, those four daughters and, and their wife. Was like, he was so determined no matter what obstacle they faced him. And, and that's what I took from him. Like, he didn't care. As a man, he wasn't going to complain about it. I don't care that my Achilles torn. I don't care that my finger messed up. I don't care that I've been playing 20 years. I'm going to drop 60 on you. I'm, I'm going to get the job done. <laughs> and, like, hey. like do by any means but, necessary. But not oh, just that, though. To be, be the kind of guy to step to Shaq, when Shaq is in his prime and tell him, you need to be in better shape. You need to work in your That's game. Great. That's a fact. Like, you know, to be him and, and to challenge the best player on the team at that point in time. I wonder what's going like this. What up? What's good, Jay? So that, that, what's that, good? That, what's good? That, that, that's, that's saying a lot about about this man, though. But, you know, it's just, man, then, like, you know, my favorite to see him and Allen Iverson go at it. Hey, you know, he there we a, go. Talk about that. Talk about that. See them two, you see them two go at it. You know what I'm saying? Like, you've never seen Kobe, like, back down from a challenge. And, you know, it, it was always – I'm going to get that guy. I'm going to guard yep. that better player. We see, we see him do that. You know what I mean? And go ahead. Before you go, let me ask you this. And no, I, I, Lord, please don't let anything happen now. If you asked me this two days ago, if one of them was to pass suddenly, and I would have thought that Allen Iverson would have had a bigger impact on this than Kobe would have. I don't know if that's the case now that this has happened. You know, like, come on, saying, like, he done brought the world together, bro. Like, it, it ain't a room you can't walk into where people are not impacted by this. Uh, nice. But if this, if this would have been Allen Iverson and not Kobe, which I would have thought, like, you know what I'm saying, because we, we crazy about Allen Iverson for what he done for the black community just as an individual, period, how he changed the way the NBA do things. Like, he don't get enough credit at all. You know what I'm saying? Um, just what he's done for the little guy, period, is he opened these doors for a lot of people. But when I think about it, I, and I know that Kobe had this type of power. Uh, like, I don't you, you got to give God some props in it because, like, COVID and really, uh, I ain't seen no problems today. Like, we ain't argue at school today, nobody. No, everything was about COVID and just, you know what I'm saying, having the respect for another person 
and just letting go think, of grudges and stuff like that. Because dude right there gone too soon. Him and his little girl, and it made everybody look everything like, man, life too short. And what we bickering about is too petty. I don't know no, if Allen Iverson had better things. Let me put this in I perspective me, real quick, if you guys don't mind, about, and again, Kobe is a basketball player, but like I said, I come from a standpoint of what he is as a person well beyond basketball, as I was mentioning before. But the other piece that you talk about, the add to basketball, you do realize that if the NBA commissioner during Kobe's time did not decide to stop Chris Paul from becoming a Laker, LeBron James wouldn't be who he is today. Because Kobe Bryant came into this league as not a popular 17-year-old decided, I'm going to go to the NBA. That wasn't the move back then. Guys didn't have confidence in this scenario to do stuff like that. But then to come in and do what he did, and even in that time, if he was to get Chris Paul and win the role he was on, um, and again, we always know about the Dez and LeBron commercials. I mention that all the time about how LeBron was just struggling to try to find that actual ability to, to get guys to follow him the way Kobe would. And Kobe was not interested in passing no torch. He wasn't interested in hearing about what the NBA wanted to do. He wasn't interested about sharing the floor with the, the puppet he called Dez. He was going to crush anything and everything under the sun. From the NBA standpoint, there's only one thing you could do, not let Chris Paul in his prime line up next to Kobe Bryant. Because Kobe probably sitting at 10 rings right now before 41. And, that like I said, finished his last game at, with 60 points. So the fact of the matter is when you talk about you talk about his passion – I tell people all the time, and I did this with my own clients, it's like Kobe Bryant didn't just start writing books. He didn't just come up with the Sports Mamba Academy. That's why I don't talk about second acts when I talk about athletes, about transitioning. The man didn't learn four languages because he had to because the NCAA or the U.S. Olympic team and Coach Casey had learned this. He had a plan. He was a thinker. And at the end of the day, he wrote his own story. So what made Kobe so powerful was that nothing you can match or compare it to because he wrote his own script. And because mm. of that, the way this whole thing is set out, it went down. It's like at 41 years old, he can't, like I say, he he wasn't the guy. He didn't have to go out there and, and talk about, like, such things as uh, justice reform, whatever, as long as he kept himself out of trouble. He led by his own actions for the most part. And that in itself was where you're talking about African-American as a man. We tend to follow and chase people around, try to be like the next guy, the next guy. He didn't want to, he may say he wanted to be like Michael, but no, no, no. He wanted to be better than Michael. So he sought out to show you that watch me do this and do it better. And that's something yeah. that, as a man, regardless of the color, regardless of where you come from, that you can't do nothing but admire. And, again, you, that ain't, ain't going to be by accident. You can't duplicate that type of stuff. You can't grow it on trees. You can't coach. you got to want it. And that's why I yeah. think at the end of the day when people talk about how you actually get to where you want to be to be successful and be great, he wasn't the biggest guy. He wasn't the fastest guy. He wasn't the strongest guy. He was the most committed guy. And that, yeah. those tools can be factored in, and anything that any of us are listening right now can do in life. But are you willing to put that work in? Yeah, and that's what hey, that's what Kobe is going to mean to me. Go ahead, hey, Jerry. Just real quick, I just want to kind of get in here real quick, because um, um, after this, I'm gonna spend some a little bit more time with my daughter. Man, right. just as a father, bruh, like this, this, just you know, just for you as a father, like this hit just so different. You know what I'm saying? Just putting the athlete to the side, just seeing his interactions with his daughter and how his daughter said that she wanted to be the one to take up the mantle for the family and push his push his name in basketball and, you know, yes. push those type of limits. Like, if you look at his daughter's game, his daughter's the replica of her dad. You know what I'm saying? 
Yep. He got mirror moves. It's it's real crazy, like how things could just with the snap of a finger, just you know, something like that could just take away from you. And then did you see when he was on the talking? Yeah. Did you see when he was on the late night show and he told the story about how she uh, corrects everybody about how everybody always come up to him when he gonna have a son? Yeah. And and she was like, I got this. Hey, hey, we don't need no more to do that. I got this. (laughs) I got this. Yeah, but also, too, man, when you think about uh, with Kobe, man, you got guys, like, a lot of their, a lot of their, what they do now, like, you wouldn't have a Russell Westbrook without Kobe. You wouldn't have mm-hmm. a lot of these guys that, that Kyrie are Irving. here now. Kyrie Irving. I mean, if you want to um, if you want to be truthful, Kobe Bryant was the one that stamped Russell Westbrook first. Exactly. Mm-hmm. exactly. Also, you know, also about people, that competitiveness. Also, people Him and Kyrie. forget. Also, people forget that Kobe Bryant was the first one to stamp Giannis and challenge him to be the MVP. Exactly. And then there's other thing too. The everything like, but the standard that he put between him and Mike, that standard that they tried to keep with the competitiveness, that's why we give people like KD issues, or we give people yep. like like with LeBron. LeBron caught yep. hell. LeBron didn't catch hell because he wasn't a great player. LeBron caught hell because. What we, what Kobe had set a standard as far as competitiveness and saying to a Mike, we didn't care about with LeBron. Like, yo, LeBron, why are you passing the ball so much? Man, but right that long, but I, I, I will, I will say this. I think this tragedy is going to do something to LeBron James that's going to wake I, I him up. Too. I've been thinking that too. Oh, I would love to see LeBron I'm, I'm come telling out. I'm telling you. And look, I'm they telling you. Clippers, I, I, the very next. Game. If LeBron come out and fucking dominate Twilight, I think they should. I, I, well, I, I think look, I think they they supposed to postpone that game for tomorrow against the Clippers. But I think no, LeBron James, I think LeBron James is gonna come out and turn into the guy that we always wanted him to be because of expectation. Now I'm telling you now because Kobe Bryant, Kobe Bryant's last tweet was to LeBron James. LeBron James had what? just passed Kobe in score. Kobe mm-hmm. gave that man his full endorsement. And I'm telling you, as a player, when you do some of that magnitude and you get the endorsement of a guy like Kobe Bryant, it lights something in you, man. LeBron James feels like he has an obligation now to Kobe and the Lakers. And I think that man going to be looking. I, I, I had a drum gun about uh, and that is an eight, and LeBron at twenty four. I mean, I think the Lakers should do it for one game or something like that. You know what I'm saying? Like, or, or, I, I mean, I, I think I think they should do the all, I think they should do the all star game. Like the all star games, one team should wear eight, and the other team should wear twenty four. That would be dope. That would be dope. Four three four eight zero six. You know how much money them jerseys will be worth? But yeah, I, I really think I really I really because I when I saw LeBron get off that plane on the video, I felt bad for that man. You know what I'm saying? Because, you know, that's that's a lot. Yeah. If you, you, pass a man, that, you pass a man in scoring, and then, you know, he reached out yeah. to you, and y'all, y'all, y'all convert you. Like, and and you, you get that man's approval, and now he's gone the very next day. Less than 24 hours. Yeah, man. Less crazy. than 24 hours. Hey, new caller, yeah, you on mute. Hey, Hawk, it's Chad, man. How you doing, bud? <laughs> What's up, Chad? What's good with you? All right, I think the NBA when they uh, when they play the Clippers, I think they should uh, say Kawhi can't guard LeBron. That's number one. Um, 
But I, I don't want to make oh, a man. joke out of the situation, man. My condolences no, no, all around. Said, but though. I know what you said, though. <laughs> the thing that really bothered me, man, was, you know, in that moment when that was happening, you know, if you have your daughter, I mean, we all have kids. You have your child beside you. You know what's about to happen, and there's nothing you can do about it. Like, that moment nothing. in time when he was thinking that, that's what keeps bothering me the most. You know you can't protect yourself, but the main thing is you can't protect your daughter in that situation. And uh, it's just a sad thing Man. altogether. You can you can put me back on mute until you talk about that crazy woman on uh, MSNBC. Oh no, no, no! We can get into that, but I do not know. But Chad, I do want to I do want to talk about that point because I said that today when I did my Petty Hawk video that. You know, you always wonder, like, what's going through somebody's mind when they can kind of see that they're not going to get out of this tragic situation and it might be their last day. And I was just like, damn, man, Kobe sitting there like, damn, I'm about to die. But then you happen to look to your left and your child is right there, too. Right. And that that brought me to tears this morning when I was watching uh, First Things First because I just heard them, you know, heard Nick Wright talking about it. But then I just thought to myself, like, damn. He's looking at his daughter Gigi, and I'm just like, "Yo, man, that that right there just hurt. That like hit your soul no, right there." Are y'all saying it's some audio from the right before they crash? No, no, no. It's no audio. It's no. No, no just no. the mindset. Yeah, just the mindset. Yeah. I'm pretty sure they, 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 they knew that they were no, gonna uh, go down, and I, I know for sure the pilot knew. Hoping for that's what I'm saying. That's what I'm saying about like as yeah. a as a like. If we, you know, as men, if we're on the plane by ourselves, we already thinking like, you know, Kobe 41 like myself. I'm going to reflect on what I've done. I lived 40 years. It's my time. It's my time. I, you know, he set money aside, make sure his family taken care of. But then as you reflect on your own life, you look to the left or to the right or in front of you, and you see your child is there also. That's what had me, like, screw up and get emotional. That's right. Hogan knew that everybody was there because of him. They had to hurt so bad. He, I know he's the different people and knew that, like, it's old. And that's him because I got them here. And yeah. there's nothing like, he ain't faced situation the way he's God-given abilities, then pull him out of it. That, that, mm. that has, I, I know dude had, like, his heart was broken right there. Dude, that with his heart. I mean, I mean, of course. Yeah. I mean, every time we've always seen him overcome his adversity. Yes. You know, we we got we got twenty years of watching him overcome his adversity, and now this one final moment where he just couldn't. It was nothing that he could do about it. Seven oh three. When I when I first heard the news, the first thing that came to my mind was, I hope his daughter wasn't yeah. with him, because if you if you if you, if you if you keep up with him, if you keep up with him lately, he's always got one of his daughters with him. Oh, That's man. his homies. Like he yeah. rock with them girls everywhere. I see him with his daughters more than I see him with Vanessa. Hey, they say he's flew like, the hell. He's flown in a helicopter in the past ten years, years. more than anybody. Uh, so I told somebody. Yeah. I think it was yeah. I told him yesterday he was at a banquet. I was like, you know, Kobe going in that helicopter going to that game. It's just like us driving twenty minutes down the road because it's it's natural. Like he just jumps in the helicopter to go to games. <laughs> Come home, like you know what I'm saying. That's, that's like drive, drive it's, a, it's like it's like a drive going to through the tunnel, like on a, yeah. on a regular day. Like, you know yep. what I'm saying? Like going from Hampton to Norfolk. 
Merrimack, that, that's yeah, right. that's real. Hey, but that's look, real. Y'all, and, and a lesson that I, I, I I'm trying, I'm trying to find a lesson in this, but we we gotta slow uh, down in life, bro. We gotta slow down in life. When I tell y'all, like, GZ looks so much like a Leah, and, and I'm not trying to say this the same situation, but for those that don't know more about the Leah story, bro, the reason that happened was because they was in a rush, they had to get somewhere, and the man told them this is not a good idea, we are past our CC limit, which is center of gravity. You cannot mess with those when they come to planes. Like, they have stuff literally built in place. I used to feel like that companies would was, was say this to try to keep their butt out the fire, but, like, now that I'm in school, now that I've been learning about planes and working on them, it's literally human error every mm-hmm. single time, and every other bird mm-hmm. was grounded that day. All the emergency vehicles and everything, and they still went out there and they fall. And, and I'm not trying to point the blame anything like this, but, like, they had to be somewhere so bad instead of just yeah. staying late or missing it. And I really wish there was a day where they just said, forget it, we're not going to make it in time today. We're going to either drive, you know what I'm saying, or, or whatever, whatever the case may be. I know they say that yeah. you meet your very destiny on the road you uh, took to avoid it, but, I mean, and yeah. I, I guess in a car accident, we'll feel a little differently about it knowing all the situations. I know how in a car accident, he always, he always step out and help folks for, um, when they get in a car accident. But, he the main one yeah. that's stepping out and makes sure everybody okay. I mean, but you know what I'm saying, on some basketball stuff, man, it's, it's one thing to lose David Stern, man. But it's oh. around to lose Kobe. Golly. Yeah. You ain't lying about you know, that, bro. You know what I'm saying? But, like, I mean, it, it, you know. And then you got to think, like, for y'all era, for y'all era, where y'all had Mike, where at y'all age, y'all were coming up. For me coming up, I mean, I called Mike when I was little, you know, like, pretty much I was like six, seven, yeah. eight. You know what I'm saying? Growing up in my teenage years, you know what I'm saying? We were looking up to Kobe. I mean, you know? Kobe well, hey, hated hey, or loved him. Kobe's the same exact age as me, so hey. it's like we got to see Mike, yeah. and then when we saw Mike was on the tail end, not really on the tail end, but he still won, you know, two more championships when Kobe got in the NBA. But it's refreshing because yeah. once Mike stepped away, Kobe became came into his own to where you yeah, saw him that really ascend yeah. to being that, that yeah. replica. You know what I'm saying? And it, then you it, saw in the beginning, in the beginning for me, what was hard about Kobe for me in the beginning was like we graduated the same year. You know what I mean? Okay. So in, in the beginning, it was kind of hard to get hyped about a dude who man he the same age as me. You know what I mean? We graduated yeah. the same year. <laughs> but no, but at the end of the day, at the end of the day though, you know what I mean? And it was like to see him have to sit on the bench for two years and wait his turn, and that that just that just added more fuel to the fire. To what he was, mm-hmm. man. I mean, we 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 talk about a dude who wasn't just a great basketball player. He was he was a great he was a great man. He was a great father. Like he was he was great at everything that he did. And we saw him take like, a chink in his armor with the rape with the rape accusation in, in in Denver and how you know you find, you saw somebody up close and personal and that, rebrand himself. You know what I'm saying? Like, be honest, be honest. Huh? I don't even want you to bring that up because too many people have been on that that BS. He bring that up. Or they bring up some type of conspiracy, like yeah. yo, let the man, you know what I'm saying? Don't speak on the dead, bro. That's, that's just but how see, I feel. Like certain things when it comes to that. But see, but see, thing is, with, with that with that situation right there, Kobe sent everybody a message with that situation right there because every time he went back to Denver, if you go look at his numbers that year when he played in the, in the playoffs, every time he went back to Denver, he tried to murder him. 
and it was like he was just sending his own little personal message, like y'all can be with you, man. Hey Vic, you unmuted, fam. Hey yo, hey, I got, hey, I'm on, hey, I got your one of your biggest fans on here, man, Little Vic. I think I'm taking him to practice. Real hey, quick. there we go, my guy. Hey, look, hey, real quick, I just want to chime in. I think the discussion is phenomenal. I just want to share some insight from my perspective. I think two things stand out to me when I think about Kobe. Uh, one is the obvious, how we watched him grow up, you know, coming into the league, the youngest player ever at 18, and we saw his trials and tribulations with, you know, unfortunately, you know, the air balls, the race, the things like that, the things he was dealing with. Uh, you know, you saw the press conference where he had to face the music and deal with adversity. Yet everything in his life, he did everything and handled it with class, and he learned from it. And I think it's very difficult at times to learn and grow in front of the entire world. And that's what he did. You know, we saw that with Iverson and other NBA NFL players. But I think when you look at Kobe, we forget that when he first got there, he came from overseas to Philadelphia, and he went to the school in the suburbs of Philly. But And he was intelligent, spoke different languages, but he was somewhat socially awkward. And we saw how he grew up because we forget when he met Vanessa, everybody was surprised that he was dating a young girl going to a high school he was yeah. a very high, he was a very highly scrutinized athlete, and yet when it's all said and done, his legacy is phenomenal because we were able to see him grow and learn from his mistakes as well as his great successes on and off the court. I think was also the other thing that stands out to me is the fact that Kobe's situation, the unfortunate tragedy that happened yesterday, makes us all reflect and think because death is a very uncomfortable topic. It makes yeah. us think about our own. It makes us think about our own mortality. It makes us think about what would happen. What are people going to say about me and my legacy? What are people going to say about mm. how am I viewed? You know, did I do the right thing? Did I have an impact on the world? And I think that's what makes it so emotional because whether you're a father or not, when you think about his legacy and the way it went down tragically, it is very hurtful. It's very disappointing and sad. But it's also one of those things where despite the emotion and the sadness surrounding the incident, Kobe lived his life after he went through his trials and tribulations and even through that the right way. A lot of guys, listen, Amar, you from the same street sound from a lot of guys where they come out of incarceration or they get money and lose it, whatever happens, when people go through it, adversity reveals character. And a lot of people yeah. hide from the you know, the reality. They they don't do interviews or whatever or they go a different route. You know, Kobe faced everything. And I think his work ethic the fact that he was intelligent, like your caller said, nothing was ever just for the moment. It was a plan even when he was playing in L.A. And I think that's what, you know, stands out to me was his legacy and the fact that we watched him grow up. And I think it's pretty amazing that he was so committed to the, not just the game of basketball but to his family and, more importantly, becoming a better person. Because I can yeah. tell you I've never been in a situation where I've been accused or whatever, whatever, and he still – play ball and that takes a mental fortitude that a lot of brothers don't have you know it's one thing to make a free throw with a game on the line it's another one when you average and you play on the road people booing you holding signs and you dropping 36 37 you know what i'm saying <laughs> yeah no that's real yeah. man that's, that's great words hey i want to ask you this uh because it, we've got mostly men on this phone and i know this is the latest bills that are uh on but like I, I kind of, why I'm con- conflicted about the situation is because death as, as black men seems to become normalized, right? And mm. long if it's not directly hitting home, 
it normally don't bother us once we become grown men, become fathers and stuff, unless a kid involved and stuff like that. So like, and and a lot of deaths been going on. Um, and it haven't had that type of effect on me. So like when, when COVID died and how it hit me is, and I'm saying that it's affected everybody this way, especially if you're a sports lover, period. It's like, what is it about COVID that's different than anybody else? Why is their sympathy not the same? Like, it's dudes, it's several dudes that died in the neighborhood I grew up in just this same week, and I ain't blinked an eye. Get up and do yeah. the same routine every day with my family and everything. But Kobe, had, bro, I could, I was supposed to take, I was supposed to go take my, uh, I had a meeting, uh, I had to take my daughters to get their hair done. I could not figure out how to put my shoes on, bro. Like it was like I couldn't move right, and that's what I'm saying. Like I don't get what it is about Kobe's death. That matters so much when people all around us die every single day. Can any of y'all answer that? Yeah, I look. I, I don't know. I know he. I know he about. I know. I know he about made Kawhi cry. I, you know, Kawhi will never show emotion, and that's that's one thing I noticed with him. I said, man, you made that man strike a chord. And then I'm like, you've seen all these other guys that, like, reacting on the court. It's amazing. It is, it's amazing how people in the NBA even played yesterday, knowing that, you know, that somebody of his stature just passed. I think, I don't know if we kind of just somebody that we just looked up to, like, you know, kind of growing up or even like basketball players, even just as a competitor in any sport that you played, you know, you looked up to him. It's just it just hits you different, man. I ain't think nothing like this where it hit me like this, but you know, I ain't gonna you lie know, to you. Think, it hit me kind of hard yesterday. And I think you know, Rock. I think it hit you harder, you know, because as you said, you know, it's guys in your neighborhood that passed away that you know growing up. But I think what makes Kobe different for you is that you you had an attachment to Kobe, like because you was an ath- you were an athlete. Like anytime you worked out, anytime you competed, you channeled what you saw from Kobe, you watch his highlights, you watch his every move, you watch his mannerism. So in in essence, he became part of you. So that's why when he passed away, you were so hurt because you drew so much from him to implement to what you do in life and in sports. That's why it affected you so much. Like when we look at people, whether you say idolize, whether you say uh, just watch from afar, you start to pull from them and we don't even know it. Like I do it. With a lot of folks, I do it with Big Bro Vic, who up there right now. Like you watch them so much that you start to pull the greatness that they display, and you add it to your own life, and they become a part of you. So when they hurt, you hurt, and if they go through tragedy, you remember my rookie year? How you remember my rookie season? How y'all used to always tease me, bro? And I was tipping y'all as a rookie and everything. I used to want to fight all y'all. And yeah. you used to always tell me, bro, your time coming, bro. You good, but it's just how the pros work. It's got to weed itself out. And y'all saw that a, a veteran was going to get cut for me, yep. but I didn't see it. All I thought was, man, this ain't going fair. I'm better than this person. And I'm just, <laughs> I, I, I felt like Kobe did as a rookie. So, yeah, like, you, I, I did you know, look to do a lot in a lot of stuff. And, like, hey, I, I just, just couldn't uh, see it, though. I'll just, add, hey, I'll, just add to, I'll just add that to your question. I think what happened with Kobe and guys in that generation, that's the generation when social media came on, along with more access to media outlets, ESPN, Fox Sports came on. I think the, the outcome, the results were 
these athletes now, especially with LeBron and them, they're relatable. Like, we look at LeBron and Kobe and guys like Iverson, that 96 class on, as relatable because we saw their flaws play out right in front of us. If you think about the OGs yeah. before them, the only one that was really transparent was Barkley and maybe Barkley. Magic because he got infected with the HIV virus. Barkley made yes. a commercial say, I'm not a role model. Kobe, you saw him shoot those three or four air balls against Utah. You saw him get married. You saw him persevere. And you saw him get booed at the All-Star game in Philly. And he came back and won the MVP mm. in Philly. And he, I mean, not Philly, the MVP, but he won the NBA Finals. You saw him grow yes. up. And I think, because I was the same way, and I think a lot of us are fathers or had nieces and nephews, so it hit us different versus somebody that I grew up with from Newport News or Hampton or Portsmouth. Because what happens is if you're involved in that life or something tragic happened, it hurts you. But Kobe gave a lot of guys, including our future sons and nephews and daughters, hope because he taught you to be more than – he taught us more than to be an athlete. He taught us to look beyond the surface, know your worth, and he gave birth to a whole generation of guys like Kawhi and Giannis. Kobe was the first one like the Greek freak. He wants your friend. He wants your friend on the court. It didn't matter who you are. He, Hey, I just didn't call him an assassin, okay? The reality was Kobe, but then you see the mellow side of him now coming back and bringing in Jason Tatum for workouts and training him. And you saw him mentoring Kyrie. And I think that's why the love is there because what it is, man, what we're describing is everybody on this line, everybody listening, respect somebody that's real. Real, I don't care we went to Jerusalem right now. We ran into somebody that was real, we're going to rock with him. We don't know what language they're yeah. speaking, but the way they carry themselves, they real. And that's what we yep. love about him. He became real, especially when he went through his trials and tribulations, and he came back, and he was like, yo, on the Showtime document, he was like, I was like, F everybody. And when he became that person and he became a father, he became something that was relatable. And no disrespect to Jordan, because I got a few of his shoes. I thought he was, you know, you can debate that ghost stuff on another podcast. But I would tell you, my issue with Jordan is he wasn't transparent, you know, mm-hmm. and you didn't know much about him. You don't, we don't know much about Jordan other than the books that came out and a few documentaries on Sports Center. We don't know much about. And in fairness to him, the world was different then. But Kobe hit yeah. us hard, bro, because he was relatable, and that is something that we all appreciate when somebody can say, "Yeah, I messed up," you know what I'm saying? I shot the man balls. Oh yeah, me and Shaq beef. But then we got we squashed it, and, you know, and that's what we yep. live for. We real recognize. I don't care what's going on. We recognize but, that. But why 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 we always wait? I'm the same way. I'm I'm not not to bring LeBron up in this, but we're not gonna appreciate dude until he dies. Why? I can tell you that, Rock. People... I can tell you why, Rock. I can tell you why, Rock. I don't mean to cut you off, but we take Are life for granted. We take life for granted. That's why. Cause just like, cause we we look at the calendar and we expect like. Like, right now, Rock, you could say, hey, I'm going to start shopping for Christmas right now. Because we so comfortable mm-hmm. that we feel like Christmas going to, like, we're going to make it to Christmas. You feel what I'm saying? So, we take life for granted, and that's just how we're wired, bro. Like, we don't really have that. Like, we understand the grind that we're, we're going on, but it's, 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 a, it's a certain point in life we got to get to to where we can't get comfortable with saying, Oh, I do it tomorrow. Oh, I do it tomorrow. Mm-hmm. I think about many times we say that, fam. It's, like, it's I'm, a I'm gift and a curse. Somebody's like, "Hey, you doing the show today?" I'm like, "Nah, I do it tomorrow." You know what I'm saying? Because mm-hmm. I, I feel like I'm guaranteed the next day, and that's and that's why we do it. I'm guilty. Yeah, of it too. Hey, Rob. Hey, Rob. We, we are. I can't. Uh-huh, go ahead. Yo, go ahead. 
No, I can't answer your question 100%, but for me, it just seemed like Kobe was relatable. I mean, obviously not financially, but, I mean, you know, he had that killer. (laughs) Not financially, of course, but on the court, you know, he he was a killer. But off the court, you know, you see him with his daughter, you see these clips. You know, you can relate that to your life. Not, you know, I can relate it to mine. Like, he's just like a sincere dude, like, I know people slander his name or whatever, whatever happened, whatever didn't happen, but I don't know. It just seemed like, I mean, of course he's a celebrity, but at the same time, it seemed like, you know, you could see him at the grocery store, you know, he would talk to you. Like he got out on that car wreck with directing traffic. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Just, for me, it just seemed like, you know, he's a relatable type of guy. I mean, yeah, he's famous. He has all this money, but at the same time, it doesn't really, you know, that doesn't change his mindset of how he treats other people. For me, that's what yeah, really struck me. Great point. That's a great point. And a lot of my homies and guys that I play with, like, believe it or not, I don't know how many of y'all on the phone that uh like on Facebook friends or whatnot with, but like I follow all my people. Like, how I see your son and your daughters at the uh, soccer games and stuff, and I picture how proud you are in the stands and stuff, him being playing football. I do that. Like, <laughs> all my friends' kids, I literally watch their games and their clips and stuff that y'all post. I watch this mm-hmm. stuff because, I, like, I enjoy seeing my kids be involved in things and get awards and stuff like this. So I'd be happy to see other people be happy. And I saw that with Kobe with Gigi. Like, yes. Gigi lit a whole nother sparking dude. Like, she got yes, him to come out back to, back to basketball. You know what I'm saying? Yep. But, hey, Rob, Rob, throw me a like every now and then. Huh? <laughs> Don't me a like every now and then. He said, "Hit her with a like every now and then." He said, "Don't me a like every now and then." I got you. I got you. Hey, Rob, like you said hey. though, bro. Like with, with Gigi, Gigi was the, she. She was the child that mirrored her father the most, and the fact that she was a sponge when it came to basketball, and that he couldn't like really take her over the edge because she wanted to learn. Like that clip they show that meme when they're on the sideline. And he's talking to her. Mm-hmm. If you notice, she ends up finishing his sentence, and he looks at her and starts laughing, like, "Damn, she's just like you know what I'm saying. Like she's just like me. Like, like the fear I have is like I don't want to force my son to have to play football. Like I try to stay hands exactly. off as much as I want until my son just was like, Dad, I want you to be my coach next year. You know what I'm saying? To where he's begging, like, mm-hmm. Coach me, come on, be my coach. I'll train him." But still from afar, because I don't want to, like, like blur the relationship. Like, I'm the yeah. dad. I'm training you, and then you holding you holding against me once we get in the house type stuff. So, I, Gigi was that for Kobe, man. Like, the videos they're releasing now and them working out in, in their weight room. They had the basketball hoop up there. And, I mean, it's just – it's just – Dang, dog. Hey, that's, amazing. Stuff, that, that's amazing how all the ones who ball, you know what I'm saying, you could tell the, the dads that were ballers. We fall back into the kids, say, this is what I want to do. But look at, the, look at the guys who, man, you got to get them at 5 o'clock in the morning. They, they taking six-year-old <laughs> kids do real professional workouts every day. And there's some dude who wants none himself who wish he was some, he living through his kids. But mm. my, my homeboy said this, and he he was saying this. He said we'll never hear about it unless Gigi put it out there or somebody. But he said it without a doubt in his mind, Kobe was preparing to be the first uh, woman player to play in the NBA. 
I was like, huh? Mm. He, said, he said, I'm telling you how to do things. Uh, my homework is, bruh, he tried to get us to go see the Lakers and Clippers play. It was costing 25000 a ticket. I said, you on your own. I, 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 I'm going to be divorced when I get back. <laughs> hey. You know what I'm saying? But look, check this out. I'll be remiss without talking about the blunder that took place yesterday. And since Chad up here, I got the video loaded up with the Breakfast Club, Solomon and God talked about Shorty Girl who said the uh the what is it? The Nakers? Nakers? <laughs> no. All right, no so way. I'm gonna let Ain't folks, no I'm, gonna let folks hear, I'm gonna let folks hear it on their own to see what they hear. And if they hear Nakers, they hear Nakers. So here you go. Abashes, California, and Allison Morris, November, MSNBC was reporting on this tragic situation, and this is what happened. The kind of star that was perfectly capped on the Los Angeles Nakers, Los Angeles Lakers. Like, Kavita, if I could ask you to stick with us. Now, of course, the, the backlash was swift on social media. Uh, people were calling for her firing, so she apologized by sending out the following tweet. She said, earlier today, while reporting on the tragic news of Kobe Bryant... All right, did y'all, did y'all think she said... What did y'all think she said? Did y'all hear it? Niggers with a hard E-R. <laughs> E-R-S. I, I, E-R-S. I thought, I thought she said what you thought she said. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, 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 she, 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 and I heard how she paused. Like, if they, if they got someone on a teleprompter that looked crazy, because she was reading from a teleprompter, she paused. And that's why I was just like, okay, she paused, and and nah, nah. Like, I, like she, what is the she, she took her, She took her shot. She took her shot, <laughs> and, and she deserved what comes behind it. <laughs> well, the thing that got me, she said I meant to say Lakers and Knicks. Why would, why would she say Knicks? Why would you say Knicks? Yeah, he never played for the Knicks. They ain't playing the Knicks. They ain't about to play the Knicks. When you look at that Madison Folks Square Garden, like until later that no, night, they don't know much about sports. Did their joint. Like, what? What is going on? Yeah, I'm going. I'm going another step further. I think. It, I think it was planned from the beginning. It was premeditated. What you said. Mm-hmm. I, I do. I do. I do. Also, bro, you got to think about it. See, you got a lot of racist people who feel comfortable enough. And, and I say this all the time: if you want to be racist, that's your right. But do it in the privacy of your own home and, and stuff like that. So you're going to come on, on national TV and you feel like you're comfortable enough. I'm going to get my, I'm going to say, you know what I'm saying, with my little fame right now, this man in the past, and I'm going to choose now to niggas, and she said all the time. I'm telling you, she said, take it from a nigga that say nigga all the time, and she says nigga a whole lot. Like, she said it all the time, and she, and, and I don't call her nobody job because I believe in second chances, but if she get fired, I don't give a damn. Like, she earned it. You dead soon? Like, I didn't get but mad. She said she was I just, sorry. I was it was like, a mix-up. I, I think I got more mad with the with the explanation. She was better off just yeah, being like Jay Will. When Jay Will said shit, he was like, my bad. I ain't mean to curse. Like, he owned it right then. He ain't try to say, yo, I saw the shutters closing or... You know what I'm saying? I wanted to shit too. No, he just said I said shit. My fault. I no no. You know I ain't mean. To. I mean he said that joint clear. He said man, enough of that shit. Oh, I didn't mean to, I didn't mean to curse. <laughs> it's, one thing, it's one thing to insult you, right? 
Like, but to insult somebody, like, you're going to insult us and then insult everybody's intelligence. Like, then her husband tried to defend this. I would have smacked her and divorced her as soon as she got home. Like, you would have been like, uh, like, you would have been like Dave Chappelle episode? Like, let's think about this for a second. Even let's say I, I'm I'm her husband and we are racist hey, white family. Family. I'll be like, you you decided still... to say that now? Like that was not smart, bro. So when you do stupid things, you deserve you deserve whatever consequences they come with. Hey, how she deserved a broke rib. She, yeah, she did deserve a broke rib or a concussion, something. I know I ain't hitting. You know, somebody was like, "Yo, you know, but people make somebody like, yo, but people make mistakes, this and this and that." And I was like, "All right, you keep saying people make mistakes. Let a man just fat a female. You ain't gonna want to get it. Tell that that man made a mistake. You gonna be like, man, you don't supposed to be hitting no damn women. Like, come on, man, just own up. I just said own up to it. Just said my fault, dog. I, don't know. I got excited. That's that's a difference in a mistake and a decision. She made a decision. It wasn't a mistake. It's a damn teleprompter." Exactly. Somebody said it was like, hey, man, I wonder if they somebody wrote it and she read it, though. <laughs> hey, man, I ain't trying to laugh now, at the situation. God damn, sometimes you just got to laugh like, dog. Now, if that's the case, if that's the case, she should have said that, and I would have been cool. I would have been like, you know what, that's fucked up to do to this lady. But, yeah. I, I, because that, man, I ain't the time to protect nobody. I'd be like, man, they, I would have said, who put niggas on, on the telephone? I would have said it just like that. <laughs> Who did that? Oh yeah, I would have copped the freeze. Damn that teleprompter, bro! They got me out here. Look, I would have said it again if I heard. Man, they got me out here saying niggas on in the teleprompter. Look, it's right there. I'm just reading what it says. Barbecue baby part two. Barbecue baby part two. That show would have been on somebody else. So she's supposed to be the dude from Anchorman, huh? Just read whatever. <laughs> Ron Burgundy, Ron Burgundy. <laughs> yeah, Ron Burgundy, little sister. Uh, <laughs> Ron Burgundy, now nah, she barbecue Becky. <laughs> but guess what? Hey, hey, I, hey, more props to, to, to the black community yesterday. The reason why I'm saying that is, like, we did not go in on it like I thought. We would have, and I'm happy we didn't because it wasn't time said, to shine said, a light on that They bullshit. said Black Twitter killed her. They said Black Twitter killed her, but I wasn't on Twitter it, yesterday. It, I was. I, I was. Yeah, and I, yeah I, wasn't I was. I was, and they did. But you know what? To his point, even on Black Twitter, they were more so like, yo, you you know, you whack for that one. Start with the lies. They still focused on Kobe's legacy because they didn't want that to become the, the story. Ah, uh, yeah. Exactly. Uh, that's dope. Well, I, did. I, I, was not, I was not going to put energy into her yesterday. That was not happening. I did. White Twitter was trying to kill her, but I think she blocked me. <laughs> Damn. <laughs> <laughs> hey, hey, but look, hey, Hawk, hey, Hawk, and everybody else, you know what? To his point, I'm going to say this, and I got to go in here in this practice, but I will say this. I feel like that's the next step in the evolution of of, of, of sports and our society in general. Like, at the end of the day, like, we got more people speaking out, but, like, if something happened like that, of course, we're going to speak out as black men, black athletes, whatever, whatever. But I think when you start getting more people, 
like case in point, I hate to, I hate, hate to take it there, but like when R. Kelly and the whole thing happened and that whole yeah. crazy stuff, all of a sudden, you know what I'm saying, Pink and all these females, Gwen Stefani and all of them start speaking out. All of a sudden, R. Kelly got banned from everything at the time, Spotify and all that other stuff. But then when it comes to these incidents, if we speak out, it's expected. But when mm. the uh, white guys that speak out, that have clout, that's the ones where you know you're going to have some issues and people going to – I ain't really wishing for nobody to lose no job. But yeah, I know what you're saying. Accountability. You know what I'm saying? Yes. Because I come from an era, and Hawk, you played with me, and I tell my son and my daughters who are athletes all the time that the stuff that happened when we played and was said, you can't say stuff the words like retarded or how, you know, they made you run for, you know, water or calling guys faggot. You can't do that. Yeah, you can't say that no more, and I hate that because I still kind of say that stuff, no offense to nobody. Like, I I, I literally tell folks, please. Forgive me for some of the things I say. I'm from back in the day, and I don't mean no harm. It's just how we talk. Rock man, he can't say the f word no more. <laughs> you see, I want like, to. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, why, hey, I why we got for, like? Re, I got a trouble for retweeting somebody calling me that. <laughs> see what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, I got in trouble but, for retweeting and say, "Why are you calling me that?" And if I was one of those. What what does that mean? And I got in trouble because it said when you retweet something, you basically saying it too. Hey, oh, check, 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 check this out, fellas. I I, I asked I asked a bunch of people at school this because I always felt like the Me Too movement was disgusting, right? And and I know how this probably gonna get me in trouble. So I don't care. I, I always I, I never liked the Me Too. Teleprompter going off, man. You can stop. I never liked the Me Too movement because I felt like it's it's so dangerous, right? Because it's so many things that, like, where do we stop? Where is the statute of limitation when it comes to the Me Too movement? And since we got like this, the Me Too movement only applies to women and stuff like that that was offended. I think, like, if we kind of go back, and we say, hey, this man wronged this woman back then, or this woman wronged this man back then. Like, why we don't do that when it comes to slavery and stuff like that, where you know people built their whole wealth and legacy off of slavery? We can't tie that back to slavery on where this family's wealth begins. If we don't eradicate that, we don't correct that. You see what I'm saying? And say, no, you know what? This is a part of the Me Too movement. We have to fix this. The families that were affected by this, they have to be compensated for. Like, nah, hey, that's And I'll speak to that for you, bro, because you make some good points. And and you want to know why it it, it it happens like that, as you were saying, like the Me Too movement can have that power and that influence. It's because it's a unified movement. When it comes to us and the outcry, it's not unified. If you think, and wow. I'm just being real, like, and that's the biggest fight. It's the fight amongst each other to become unified and as one because everybody has an idea. And the ideas could be good ideas, but everybody wants their idea to be the forefront versus coming up with a game plan and understanding what's the most important issue. And let's all focus on that and allow the dominoes to fall as they may. But when it comes to like the Me Too movement, the LBGTQ and, and, and um, PETA, I would say those are three strongest movements. It's because it's unified, and they go. Like, they go. It ain't no who going to go first. They jumping out there. 
and it's it's mm-hmm. a, the hey. floodgates open. It's like it's like uh, what's the joint called? Um, the joint with Brad Pitt, where the little zombies be running and and going crazy. Uh-huh. And, them zombies were fast as hell on yeah. that movie, which I think that's, that's how it'll be. That's what these movements like, bro. And th- and that's why that's why they get things to happen, in my opinion. Hey, Hawk, go. <clears throat> Can you hear me? Yeah, I got you. Hey, my man, like my man said, you know, white people with clout start condemning what she said. You know, I don't have any clout, but I'm white, and uh, I condemn what she said. And you know, you, you know, you're saying, you know, second chances, and you know, she lose her job if not. Man, hell with her job. Fire her. Mm. She knew what she said. If she get another chance, that's fine. I'm not against that, but she knew okay. what she said. She gets the repercussions against it, so. You know, she get what she deserves. She knew exactly what she said. I don't give a damn about her or her job. The Lakers, the Knicks, and the Lakers together. Hey, Chad, it's like they say. What is all them always say, Chad? When it comes to athletes, I don't believe the apology. It didn't seem sincere. Like, no. Hey, you. She ain't sorry. She said that she saw she got caught. Hey, at least with the what battle up? rapper, you know that battle rapper that got that caught got caught saying it, got punched in the face. He said it. At least he was bold enough to right. say it, and then was like, "Hey, I, you know, I take the repercussions as they come." She yep. said a lot yeah. about it. You know what I'm saying? She said, I, said, said, I, should have said I said what I said. I meant what I said. That's what she should have yeah. said. If she really meant it. Yeah. Oh, I, I have more respect for you than you say like that. Instead of saying you would never say a word like that. You said the word. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Like, hey, hey I'm sorry. Hey, now, check, hey, check, check, hey, check this out. It's only one time to where I felt like something racist has happened, and I felt like that person that that said the racist thing was unjustly uh, crucified. Donald okay. Sterling, right? Check, two totally different situations. Donald Sterling in his own home at the time was talking and was recorded by his girlfriend, right? Yeah. Now, like, like I said, I feel like a person has the right to be racist if they want to, and especially and somebody that old. They come from. Yeah, yeah, it's all private. And look, Some, somebody, mm-hmm. somebody that old, you know what I'm saying? They come from a different time. I'm telling you right now, ain't many of us who mamas and granddad's house we can walk in right now and they're gonna be cool with white people, like because they come mm-hmm. from a different time. You no matter what you, you talk about, nappy like, hoes, dude. Huh? Oh no 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 no! That's no that's, no that's, that's no the, not the him. DJ. I'm that's talking about the owner of the radio. Clippers. He's talking about the yeah. owner of the Clippers. The owner of the Clippers. They got mad because she she was like she was complimenting Magic and he ain't like that. Him yeah. got mad. Him got yeah, bad. He got oh, mad. But, but here's the other thing too, gotta, though. But he had a history. Like, of doing even if it was the iceberg, they was like, yeah, but still, still, my thing is this, bro. I don't like opening up Pandora's box. Like you got to think about this. Like we got. Siri and all these different people that be talking, Alexa and all these people that talking about how work that bitch start telling them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like, I, I'm hey, not no. cool with it. Don't put that, don't speak that to existence, man. Man, because you ain't lying. I'm not cool, yeah, I'm not cool with being able to be told on for what yeah. I say in my house because I, I, I let my hair down in my house, man. Come on. You ain't lying. <laughs> Slick, stuff. Slick stuff at home, dog. So you, you on to something. Because, I mean, as much but as you don't like Donald Sterling, that was jacked up, man. That man is at home. Like, God damn. I got to be reserved. Yeah, that's with true. My like, that, it's my house. I pay for it. Like, Bro, it do, you, do you know how many, 
I do it in public too, but I probably do it even worse at home. Like, I, I'm like a Dave Chappelle. I make fun of racism. I really do because I see yeah, a lot of do. humor in So, so I would get in you, trouble with that. the stuff that I say. Yeah, you ain't lying. They should. They look. They better not ever uh, uh, record any of our Halo sessions back in the day because they'd be appalled at something. <laughs> <laughs> but but here's, here's the thing though, right? Like it could it could have been an accident. It was in our heart. Obviously, you know what I'm saying. Like you no 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 no, no 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 not to cut you off, and I'm gonna get right back to you. I'm not justifying her. I'm saying that's a different. Uh, she dead wrong. She brought that out to the public. He, oh, he okay. was at home. Yeah, he talking about Donald did in his own house. Like, like yeah, Donald, man. I, but, yeah, house. I still got to kick back on that, though. That's who you. That's who he is. If he at home or he oh, in yeah, public, no that's doubt. who he is. Yeah, no doubt. Oh, no, no, no. I, I just see what Rock's saying about, like, damn. He was at his house. Like, I, I admit, he was at his house, but you got you got, got though. Like, she set you up. Like, you went in on magic. <laughs> yeah. And you went in on magic. You don't go in on magic. Out of all people, you went in on magic. He just, nah, hey, nah, you don't like, touch. Like, you know, the Lord was working right there. The Lord was like, hold on. I he Ricky, him from he Ricky Barr. Yeah. You got to get <laughs> this. Yeah, like, but at, at the same time, people, he wasn't uh, set up. He said what he said. It just happened to be recorded. It wasn't look, look, set up. Check he this out. I, I, I can even show you... Uh, in, in, in biblical terms, my wife just brought me some food. I, I ain't thinking nothing about it. I'm going to eat it, all this, <laughs> right? Like, I know people who still love to blame Adam for eating the apple when his wife brought him that apple. Like, you trust the women that you are with, right? Like, how in the world do you even think that the woman you're with is going to do something to you? Like, every man <laughs> downfall. Look, if you look at the biblical days, all the men in the Bible who had a downfall, it usually had a woman involved. You see what I'm saying? So, like, for real. <laughs> <laughs> you had a woman involved. Whether well, it was uh, Man, you King David after Donald Trump. Hey, yo, uh, Rock. What? <laughs> you going to get a certified letter in the mail tomorrow. Hey, man. Hey, dog. You're going to be some women, women with some damn Billy Clubs with it. Wear your ass out tomorrow when you go outside. <laughs> True though, it's yeah. the truth. Samson wife cut here. Alexa, go get your ass tomorrow. God, nah, I already know it. He's gonna get the You relentless. Yeah. You are. <laughs> <laughs> you gonna get that hey, FedEx he, overnight mail tomorrow? Yeah. Real quick, Rock. Um, and Hulk, because I know Hulk been on the uh, defend the. Uh, he been defending Kyrie the hardest this year. You know what I'm Let's saying? Let's go. Um, do you think do you think they're gonna give him a hard like people gonna give him a hard time for skipping out because of the whole thing with Kobe? Yeah, everybody was talking about and the whole load management like thing. Kyrie keep talking that look. Kyrie opened his mouth and compared himself to Martin Luther the King. He really done done. I can't help him now. God what? damn. Wait, he did wait, wait, what? Though. He dropped forty five <laughs> last night though in a win. He, he compared himself to who? Martin Luther the King. What? What? In his the, what? He, he didn't say he. I don't know. He said something, and then he put Martin Luther King name in there. You know how we do as black folks. What he did? So he did a compare. He did a comparison, but it was a bad comparison. But you know how we do. You know how we do. The most famous, if you, if you, the most famous black man said, in history, huh? Hey, Darren, if you say, hey, man, you know what I'm saying? Because I hit that door, I hurt my hand. You know, like, even Floyd be hurting. His, oh, no, so you Floyd now? You know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah, yep, that's exactly how it goes. 
What? Uh, no, what, no, I'm talking about I would love to be able to sit and talk with him, but his ego oh. so far gone. That man going to probably tell me to break my cleats out or something. Like, before yeah, you say, I'm going to roll up on him. He's from Florida, right? You <laughs> can't like, say that to the Florida boy, man, that you're going to roll up on him, dog. They want some smoke, man. Uh, yeah, they, 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 they take it another way. But I'm saying somebody <laughs> needs to pull up on him that, that, that know him and, like, had it. Yeah, some somebody needs to. It's somebody in his family that should be able to punch him in his mouth. Like, I, I got <laughs> me in my family like that. When you ain't like, like, check that. If you're doing a lot of stupid stuff out here, like, if my brother was doing a lot of stupid stuff and can't nobody get through him, can't nobody get through to him, I'm gonna punch him dead in his face. Now he gonna look at it's gonna be a fight. Now he gonna know that. Oh man, this this something serious. We gonna get the jacket. He gonna be like, man, it was that bad that you had to fight me. Yeah. Yo, ain't no kids punch him in the face. Who, who, who let me hold Who punch him in the face? Hey, my brother, my brother messed my eye up off of me tripping before, and I, I thought this. I said this dude is retarded. He just punched me, and it made me realize, like, what after we got through jacking all like, so what's this? I'm about to say, I think you fought him for a little while. Yeah, you like, is it that bad, bro? You had to hit me? You like, man, you weren't listening. <laughs> you see what I'm saying? Like, <laughs> he must have been, been kind of bigger than you that you really couldn't tussle with him like that and you listen. Because if he was little than you, you probably be like, man, nah, what the like, Nah, look, he, hey, he hadn't grown up a little bit. Like, he used to be the little brother. But now, nah, like, it, it, it's just one of those situations where you like, man, my brother ain't never really fought me. Like, we all fought together with other people all the time, but... Like, to, we may always got into it and stuff like that, but he was a much younger brother to where he always respected me to where he wouldn't put his hands on me. Yeah. So I knew it was something serious. You see what I'm saying? Like, and to this day, we all like that. Like, look here, man. All right, we're going to have to go out there in the yard or something, like, because you ain't Ooh. listening. Hey. You ain't listening. We'll to get it. So, pie. like, hey, real quick, Rock. Cause I don't think when you when you 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 said something that earlier when you're talking about how Kobe could affect LeBron for the rest of the season, do you think that not only will it affect LeBron, but what about his other peers like Carmelo, um, those guys like even when Kyrie comes back on the show, that's what um, I'm talking about. Russell Russell Westbrook, um. Those those type of guys, you know what I'm saying? I, 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 like, I don't think it'll affect them guys the way it'll affect LeBron. See, them guys are who they are with the – I mean, you know what I'm saying? Like, they so yeah. they so honed in on who they are, it's not going to be much change from a Westbrook, from a from a Carmelo. from And Carmelo actually did change for this year to show that, you know what I'm saying, he can take a step back and, and be a part of peace. Yeah, sure that Draymond Green can take but a year it, off. It's hard for me to say that when Russell Westbrook's whole mentality he got from LeBron, I mean not from LeBron, from Kobe, his whole mentality, yeah. not so, caring what nobody's oh, saying, like what's going on, okay. like how to if, go 100%. If that's, that's their whole mentality that they got from Kobe, which I agree, uh, think about it. It ain't, it ain't much change that has to happen because that's they're true. already like him. You see what I'm saying? They're already like him. Now, LeBron, on the other hand, LeBron, the reason that I'm going to tell you the real reason people hate LeBron, because LeBron reason? does not have that killer instinct that uh, Jordan and Kobe had. I'm, uh, like, you remember 2000 Which is why finals? Which is why I said and, what I said and earlier. LeBron right there, 
that LeBron in the loss had gained more love than the LeBron that has won championships and dominated. Mm. Get out of here. Uh, the reason why is because he went down with the ship. He went down shooting. A lot of times LeBron has left you feeling like he could have done more. You know what I'm saying? You yeah. never felt that way with a Kobe or Jordan. You, you you felt like they left it all out there. So if LeBron takes that approach, which will be hard to take alongside with an AD, AD just LeBron got to stop trying to live through AD and let AD just get on the board with LeBron. LeBron need to go out there, motherfucker, and play Kobe type style and Kobe. let AD uh, adjust. AD will get offensive rebounds and stuff, and and score his points running, uh, outrunning the big man and stuff like that. But stop waiting on AD and go ahead and be a killer like Kobe. If LeBron do that. Man, LeBron gonna steal the world. Watch what I tell you. Hey, Rob, I'm gonna add. I'm gonna add to that too. Add to what you're saying. LeBron has never shown an asshole side like Kobe and Michael have showed. Like they've shown on the court and toward teammates, they can be an asshole. LeBron ain't really, you know. LeBron is so chill and and at peace with everybody on this team. To which we haven't seen. Like he probably been an asshole behind closed doors, but you know, like Kobe, Dwight Howard, uh, Kobe and Shaq. Kobe and um, God dang on what's what's the dude who used to talk Spanish Italian too that had the hair? Paul Damn. Paul Gasol. No, not Paul Gasol. The guard. Damn, what's his name? Sasha. Sasha. Yeah. Sasha. <laughs> yeah. Remember he used to he used to wear his ass out. You know what I'm saying to get mm-hmm. him to play. And then you know NJ, we know about how he could be an asshole. But Braun never. I mean, unless it was the Kyrie, maybe that's the only person he was an asshole too that we don't know about or. Kyrie was the ass. Like we we seen Kyrie be an asshole, and people call him had the mama mentality because he's an asshole. So that's why they really hate LeBron. The 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 world love assholes. They don't like nice guys. They don't. They like they love Floyd Mayweather. They don't like Andre Ward. <laughs> if that makes well, sense. Well, I mean, you don't. But I mean, I mean. He don't even have to be that, cause I mean, Allen Iverson was no, won't no, you know, won't no butthole. But at the same time, no, Allen Iverson never left nothing, never left nothing on the court that you would, you'd be like, okay, oh, no. he could have done more. Allen Iverson was, Allen was yeah, a butthole to, to yeah. the media. Yeah, yeah to the media and authority. Yeah. There you go. He was an asshole to them. Yeah, he shown okay, he Russell had Russell. that asshole gene in him to where he could get. And what I mean by that, like. They would buck up at you. Like, Brian, okay. only time Brian really bucked up when he walked out with them little Capri dress pants on. But Come that on, one really, man. like, <laughs> <laughs> with the do-rag on. He walked out so, I expect you, you're better than that. And he just walked out. Like, that was his bucking up. Then when he, you know, knocks Draymond mm. down. Like, I'm, let me stop taking shots at Draymond because people really think I hate Draymond, and I don't. I don't hate Draymond. I love his story. Um. I love what he's accomplished. He's a great guy you what he his, does. You love his triple, you love his triple singles? You love those yeah, two? I just need his fans to drink this shut the hell up juice about this all-world stuff. Like, shut up. Stop. Pump your brakes. Hold <laughs> on. Calm down. Sit down. Hold on. Like, no. I like Draymond to be I on my team. I love how you comment, Draymond, because you want a few people, including myself, that has been saying, dude, if you weren't on that fucking team, you wouldn't be doing what you're doing. Hey. And no one wants to hear that. Everybody want to act like he was such a franchise player and all this kind of stuff. I'm like, man, that man can go to uh, 
31 other teams, and you will not see the same Draymond. And look what oh, happened. The, the life sidebar. brothers get hurt. Go ahead. What sidebar. That same Mamba mentality I talked about with Russ, ain't it funny how he just went to the Houston Rockets and took over that whole team? Oh, you got your boy Harden, your boy Harden t- taking a step back from like, yeah, I don't mind him being the vocal leader. It proves what I've been saying for other about how weak, how weak minded your boy Harden is. Damn, he just score all them points. Oh yeah, we're gonna, gonna say that for another episode. We're gonna say that for another episode. With that being said, man, we gotta end the show because the wifey didn't send me emojis on the Facebook chat, and I'm hungry. Uh-oh. So, uh-oh. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh-oh. So y'all got any party words before we get out of here on this Monday extravaganza, Kobe? <laughs> uh, hey. yeah, I go ahead and go, oh. man. Just look, man. Love, man. Like guys, I mean. I'm a guy who took pride in being macho, but, man, we ain't got to be so macho to where we can't show love. That's for men, women, children. That's for everybody, man. Like, spread the love and live, bro. Like, life is worth living. Keep on running the race. Facts. My dog rock. Man, with the the man, man, he said marathon. The marathon continues. Marathon and, Hawk, continues. when you get a chance, you need to watch You need to watch that Mike P. That Mike I P. Did. breakdown I watched the second Mine. round. I saw the second round. Oh, um, man. <sighs> Man, Mike P, you a, look, man, you disrespect. You need to have another. You need to have another show about that. You yeah. need to have you. I'm gonna watch, you gotta watch this for the battle rap show. I've been waiting for it forever. You hey man, to, you to start I getting want that you, up, man. You and Shake and Bake, get Shake and Bake up. I know, man. We got a. I got a Shake and Bake boy. He, he, he. You know, Shake and Bake, but just you don't know when he around and when he, you know, not around. He just <laughs> up. Hey, I can't hey, get a Go ahead. Hey, hey, Hulk. I know y'all. I know you're gonna end the show, but do do you do you think you know comedians gonna do it? What's too soon, or will we be able to handle it when the COVID and helicopter jokes come? Oh, oh somebody man. already did it. Don't don't go doing it. They already they already coming, Ari Schaefer. Ari Schaefer. Oh yeah, uh, it's a comedian. Come up, bro. They better yeah, do it. You already did one. They better doing it like Boston or New York, somewhere where he, you know, you got some adversaries, but he doing it in L.A. He gonna get bopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you got, Chad? Chad, what's the last your last part of work? Hey man, it's been a minute since my dog Chad been on, been in the building. So I'm honored today. Hey you man, I, I just want to say, you know, shout out to Kihei Black, Clark. white, red, yellow. Right is right, wrong is wrong. Let's call right, let's call wrong. She knew what she said. She said what she meant. But on the other hand, yesterday she taught us to just let the little shit go. If you got a little hey, grievance hey, for somebody, yeah. this, that, just let that shit go. Let's move on and let's be Back. peaceful. I feel you. Shout out to Kihei Clark. I, right, I like Chad? that. All the UVA fans. Shout yeah, out to he Kihei. just stopped turning the ball over, man. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> damn, I knew I was going to get you. <laughs> yeah, I took that baby. Yeah. My guy, Kihei, man. He, he, hey, he in the sniper's scope right now, boy. They, hey, they be waiting for him to turn the ball. Turn the ball. Up, oh, got him. See? Right there. There he go. Hey, man, I enjoyed it. Y'all take it easy, man. All right. So those are my analysts for the day, man. Appreciate everybody that called in on this Kobe day. Ah, man. This this whole, this was therapeutic for myself because it's been a tough day, man. A lot of love and admiration for Kobe, and it don't stop. Um, don't take your life for granted. My guy Jordan in the Facebook, 
feed just said the best way to honor Kobe is next year the WNBA should develop an expansion team called the Mambas. He was so into women's basketball during retirement. Jordan T, respect to you, NBA, WNBA, create an expansion team in the WNBA called the Mambas. Shout out to Jordan in my Facebook group. And also, we ain't playing 21 no more. We're playing 24. We're playing Kobe. You got to get 24. And if you miss the dot shot, you got to go all the way back to eight. That's the new 21. We call it Kobe. Going to 24, and then you go back to eight. Till next time, man. You know the motto, good is the enemy of great. Be great in everything that you do, man. Make sure you subscribe. Make sure you go to stsujuice.com. Get your Petty Hawk Superhero Edition hoodie. Go get that, man. I'm out. Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.